Welcome to the Discovering Our Scars podcast, where we have honest conversations about things that make us different. I'm Beth. And I'm Steph. Today is April 8th, 2020, around 9.20 in the morning. We don't normally timestamp our episodes, but we think it's important to do that today. Yeah, because things are changing almost minute by minute with the coronavirus, COVID-19 outbreak, and we're trying to come to you each week with the latest in what life is like, because we want to have an honest conversation about the parts of this that are great and the parts about it that are not so great. Right, Steph? Yeah, I think I would start with not great before great, but I like your optimism there, Beth. <laughs> um, I yeah. do also Half want... Half full, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do want to mention that on our last episode, at the very end, we said... <laughs> If it ever becomes unsafe for us to be together to record the podcast, we'll figure out how to do it remotely. And literally when I said that, no idea. I didn't think at all that we would be under a stay-at-home order or anything like that because we hadn't been. We're here in Florida and we hadn't been. We had been under a stay-at-home within our county, but it didn't have any kind of reason for us to not be together and recording the podcast. But literally last week... About noon, right when we finished recording the podcast, is when our governor finally made that decision for stay-at-home issue for Florida. And after reading what it all entailed, that's when Beth and I kind of texted each other and decided we needed to come up with a remote option for the podcast. Yes. So Florida is under what what he calls a safer-at-home order. Oh, okay. Sorry. Safer-at-home. Yeah. And so we wanted to be not just safer, we wanted to be the safest. Yes. And so we are now recording this remotely and hopefully it sounds okay. We've done some audio testing. It's important to us that this has a good audio quality. So hopefully we're able to still deliver that. Yes, we are trying our best. We did some practices last week when we found out about the order and we we're like, we're going to still do the podcast. Now it's gives us more fire. Like we're do we're still doing it. We're going to make it happen. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we're not letting COVID-19 stop us. No. So I am yes. at my house and Beth is in her guest room. Is that where you are? Yeah, it's the most uh, soundproof room and it's sort of away from everything. So that's exactly right. I'm sitting in my guest room and I may or may not be in my pajamas. I, I'm i wearing clothes that are not pajamas. So wow. step up from you, I guess. Maybe I am too. <laughs> oh, I think you should take a picture. And well, actually, you can't take a picture because we're using your phone to do this. So I don't want to mess up the connection. Darn, we'll never know what Beth looks like. We'll never know. It's a mystery. Well, I will. So, I, I have to say, I put on pants every day because my dog Mac gets so excited when I put on pants in any form. It's crazy. I don't know why. She used to get only excited when I put on my like hiking pants. Now, any pants, she just gets so excited. So I highly encourage you to get a dog so you have someone that really <laughs> cheers you on for putting on pants because it forces me to do it every day. <laughs> Night clothes, she doesn't get excited, but pajama or yeah, pajamas, she's like, well, eh, whatever. But pants, she's all over it. Or shorts. I she didn't discriminate. Oh, okay. Anything on the legs that's not pajamas. Exactly, exactly. Interesting, interesting. She's so smart. <laughs> Um, so we recorded an episode about what it was like when we tried to travel, like at the initial outbreak of this in the U.S. And we recorded an episode that we called One Week In. And then we did an episode that we called Two Weeks In. And so today, we're three weeks in. That was so much build days. up. I love that, Beth. And it was like a pause between each 
yes. one weekend. Oh, and I'm not done. Two so it's been 22 days, uh, which is a little bit more than three weeks because three weeks is 21 days. It's been 21 days since I like have gone out of my house just for giggles. Like 21 days since I went to a restaurant or something like that. I've only left my house just for um, essential things yeah. for work or if I needed to go to the grocery store. So, Steph, three Beth, weeks in. Yeah. Is it okay to not be okay? I sure hope is it, it is. Okay? Yeah, is it okay if I'm not okay? I sure hope it is because I'm not okay. I will tell you at the beginning of all this, I um I was like, you know, we'll get through this. We'll do it. For me, it wasn't a crazy adjustment in my life in the sense that I already work from home. So it was, and I already had plenty of stuff to do. So I was able to busy myself with those projects, do a lot of outdoor stuff, really clear my head and really exercise daily. And we were eating healthy. It's not so much three weeks in. Um, I still am trying to stay busy, but there's long stretches where I'm just sitting on my porch. Me and my mom are just kind of sitting on my porch, just sitting there doing nothing, which is very opposite of me. Like I'm like very, mm. I have my list and let's get it done. And uh, my list is still there sitting next to us, but we're just kind of like yesterday we needed to film three different intros for videos and my mom came over at 10 and we started filming about one o'clock <laughs> because we just <laughs> sat and then for about 20 minutes we were like, oh, we need to eat. What should we eat? And then we're both like, uh, I don't know. And then we finally decided we were going to go to my mom's house and eat leftovers. But then there's a whole conversation about, do we bring them back to my house to eat? Why don't we just stay at my mom's house so we don't have to travel with them? So that was another 20 minutes. So if you do want to know how that saga continued, we went to her house, ate them there, <laughs> then went back to my house and we filmed. So, you know, but I want to know what you ate. I want to know what the oh, leftovers were. Well, actually, it was healthy. So um, I, it was meat and potatoes, <laughs> actually meat and potatoes. <laughs> My mom found this really good recipe for chicken, um, like a marinade on chicken. It was so good. So Ooh. it was just some um, chicken and potatoes because she had potatoes that were like starting to go bad. So she cut off those bad parts and whipped yeah. them up and they were really good. So I might have to text her for that recipe yeah. because I have frozen chicken. Mm -hmm. like frozen chicken breast and I have potatoes that need to be used. Yes, so that's maybe where, I should yeah, text her because sure. that might be what my family needs to eat tonight. Yes. That's where <laughs> she was at. She was like, these things need to be eaten. What do I do? And it was really good. So my mom's the one that does the most cooking. Like I can cook if it, if I have all the ingredients listed out, put in front of me, I can sort of follow the recipe, but she's really good at like, I have random things. What can I make? And then she makes them and it's awesome. You have to have a plan when you're cooking. Yeah. Which is sort of like other things in your life too. I would say yeah. it's important to have plans for things in life, which is probably why this time is a right. little ridiculous, I think, for all of us because we didn't plan on this. This was never something we learned about in school that, oh, you know, you should be ready and prepped and know what you're going to do if you're in your house for three months and with nothing to do. Three months. Don't say that. I mean, sorry. Three months. Spoiler I'm alert. Three weeks in. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. It's going to be longer. But that's okay. It doesn't matter how long it's going to be. We take it one day at a time. That's what I'm doing because I don't want to imagine how long it's going to be because we don't know. It's true. And it's true. We, do, we, sh we should take it one day at a time. I mean, we did have something come out in our local paper. We can put this in the show notes, but our local hospital has been running models. They, they consider themselves a regional hospital because they serve eight counties and, 
and uh, they're saying that if we do everything right and we manage to flatten the curve, then we won't see the peak here in our community until, what did I say, Steph? June? June. June. Yeah. It is April. Which, yeah, and it's April now. It's only the middle of April. So um, it is hard to think about how long is this going to go on. So I think you're right. It's better just to think, okay, one day at a time. I can do this today. Yeah. And maybe today I'm not okay. And that's okay. It's okay to not be okay. And in the beginning, you know, it seemed like everybody had these grand plans, you know, yeah. oh, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to do my home improvement stuff. My garden's going to look amazing. I'm going to exercise every day. I'm going to write a novel. I don't know that anybody actually said that, but that was the, the, oh, I heard people the say attitude. That. Yeah. You heard yeah. people say that. Yeah. So it's like, uh, at the beginning of this, everybody thought, oh, I'll be working at home. I've never worked at home. I'm going to have so much free time. <laughs> and those of us who have a, <laughs> experience working at home we're like working at home doesn't mean you have less work and then your kids Um, are there it's like oh and then on top of that you're gonna work at home now with your whole family (laughs) also being there and so it is uh it is an unusual situation I don't lose sight of the fact that working at home is a privilege you know we've had to have um we've actually had to have some repair people in the house we had an air conditioner that went out and our oven basically caught on fire and burned part of it up. And so we had to have somebody come out and work on that and they can't work at home. I mean, their job literally is going into other people's houses. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't, uh, well, don't and take for granted. And I mean, the healthcare workers, the people that are yeah. on the front lines that are keeping us safe. Like there is so many other concerns out there that it's so hard for me because like my concerns are so minimal when you compare them to somebody that like is struggling to put food on the table and is going, you know, going to work every single day to keep us safe and doesn't know if they have the virus. Like it's, it's hard because then I feel like, well, I shouldn't complain. I, you know, all I have to do is stay at home, but then also my feelings are valid though. Like they are my feelings. They are my reality. Um, so it's, it's kind of a, a tough situation. Um, and I'm like, like this weekend, I literally like did nothing. And I, I, and I kind of was like, you know, I'm going to take a break and just kind of relax. I realized though, is it was really tough to just not do anything and not have like any, anything to, to do. And I just wasn't motivated to do anything. It was just kind of like, it was kind of a bummer weekend. And I was just like, I don't feel any motivation and because normally on the weekends, I do try to take a break and just kind of like have a lazy day. But all my days are kind of lazy now. So it's like I needed something to do, but I didn't feel like doing anything. Um, so yeah, I've gotten a little bit better this week. I've had like, we got to get our video out. And that's been helpful is like, you know, I want to get our video. Out. And we don't have to. There's no one that's going to say like, come down on us and be like, there was no video. What's going on? Um, but I think it's important it's important for me and my mom to have that like that goal and keep keep up with it. And same thing with the podcast. Like I feel like this is a good thing to have the opportunity to talk about this, to have the opportunity to share and um, have that kind of every week. This is what we're doing on the schedule. Yeah, there. I do think the schedule helps. And you and I are both used to self-imposed deadlines, right? I mean, yeah that's part of, of creating content that it's going to be online. It's like you basically have to motivate yourself to do it. It's a lot harder to motivate myself right now when I can't leave the house, when 
I mean, sadly, like we're not going anywhere. Like, especially this week, they say is the hardest week or like that's going to be the toughest week, which they haven't really explained what that means. But it just seems like, oh, I should not be going out this week at all, even to the grocery right. store. So we've tried not to. But like, I think on like, like Monday or Sunday, I was like, me and my mom were just sitting and I was like, let's drive by Home Depot. <laughs> and my mom's like, just drive by. And I was like, yes, let's drive there. Let's just look. We're not going to get out because that would just be crazy, but we're just going to drive We just want to go visit. So we did. <laughs> we drove by Home Depot <laughs> and we just, we just looked and there was a lot of people there. I was like, wow. But we noticed that they had curbside pickup for your online pickup orders, which we thought was really cool. And then we also noticed that they sell sod. We had no idea they sold sod there. And the only reason I was like interested is because my neighbors are resodding their backyard. And so I sent them a picture saying, hey, if you need just a couple, you can buy it by the piece or the pallet or the truckload. So I was like, oh, I can share information without having to get out of my car and <laughs> be exposed. <laughs> so you just wanted to go and see one of your favorite places. Yes. Like from the outside. Yes. And it felt, I was glad that, and I'm like, I'm like, we do you need to do that again? Just drive by. <laughs> Right. Because so I, when you say when you say you're not okay, we we believe you. Yeah, you it's <laughs> but that helped me like even though it I don't know, it still brought some comfort to like drive past it. I mean, I never just get in the car and just drive to somewhere. Like I just don't do that. Like I go to right. a, for a reason. But I was like, why can't we? Like it's completely safe. Like it's not like we're busying up the roads or anything where it's safe to just drive by we're in our car and so we just right. slowly drive by and just say hey, no, Home it's, Depot. It's, yeah it, it is safe in fact I, one of the things that I saw on Facebook this past weekend was um this idea of a big bear hunt where oh, they wanted yeah. people to put teddy bears in their windows so yeah. that families could like ride around in their car and, and safely do an activity yeah. uh, where they were getting out of the house and you know everybody was sort of contained I thought that was a great idea I think probably around Easter people will do the same thing with Easter eggs uh, so mm. I, I don't think that it's bad to be out and in your yeah. car as long as you don't roll down your window yeah. and, you know, high five your neighbor as you're driving by or something. Yeah. Then I think that it's probably OK. Um, I had a really sad thing happen last week, actually, and mm. it helped me understand some of what I'm feeling. So a friend of mine from high school passed away, not from COVID-19 um, at Christmas. She contracted Guillain-Barre oh. or came down with Guillain-Barre. I'm not sure the right way to phrase that. But so she had been struggling with it for a long time. And she was actually, you know, I'm how old am I? I'm 44. So she would be my age, 44. She might be 45. And they had to move her from a hospital to a nursing home mm. because she needed such a high level of care because Guillain-Barre creates paralysis. Oh, my gosh. And um, she, anyway, my point is she was getting better. Mm. And then all of a sudden she wasn't better and she mm. was gone. Oh my gosh. And so I was really, um, really, really blue about that. Just missing her. And it's, she's one of those people who I didn't have to talk to regularly to feel connected yeah. to her. And we communicated a lot on Facebook mm. and anyway, so just, just missing her and being so incredibly sad for her husband and her kids because you can't have a funeral right now. You can't yeah. have a celebration of life. You can't have a memorial. And particularly, I mean, they live in New Orleans. You really can't oh my gosh, do yeah. it there. There's, you know, things are are really escalating there. So what I realized anyway is that a lot of my feelings in general in this time 
are feelings of grief because grief comes about when there's been a big change that is negative and, and not being able to be with people and having routine completely disrupted and uh, my kids not being able to go to school that has created grief inside of me. And, and so then when I get online and everything is super upbeat and positive and happy, I feel like, oh, I'm the only one who's not okay. Yeah. I'm the only one who's grieving, but that can't be true. It yeah. can't just be you and it can't just be you and me. Yeah, exactly. Well, I I watch um a lot of YouTube and like like news clips and stuff, but there's also some like YouTubers that I follow and they still are making like peppy videos, but um a lot of them are like interspersing moments where they're like I'm not okay. And I don't want you to think that because we share like, you know, an hour out of our day that we're like cheery and happy. And they're like, this is a really hard time. So I do appreciate that people that, um, some people that I follow that seemingly have like it all together are actually sharing those, those struggles and those fears and that they're not okay. And so anytime I see people like share those kind of things, that's really helpful because it's like, okay, I'm not alone. And, um, and I've really been like, I've not been looking at social media much at all because like you said, like, especially on Facebook and different places, I'm seeing people like the cheery side of things, which is good. I like, I want to see that, but then it's just, it's, um, it's, it's tough. So I kind of take it, take it in, in chunks when I can. Yeah. I'm trying to remind myself that whatever people are feeling is okay. Yeah. Right? If this is, if this is, if there are things about this that they think are really great, honestly, my husband said to me a couple of days ago, he's like, this is fantastic. I love this. Huh. Well, in <laughs> he's, what way? he's a total introvert and having, you know, ha- just being able to be with our family all the time. Um, and he's got projects around the house he likes to work on and he's not real busy with work. And so he's like, you know, this is, this is pretty great. <laughs> Um, so I, I want to create space for him yeah. to have those positive feelings. I don't want to be, I don't want to be like, no, you can only feel the way that I feel and I don't feel okay. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I don't want people who feel okay to tell me that I have to feel that way either. Yeah. And, and then the, the sort of the third element to that is, which you, you mentioned this already, but like I was thinking about my friend's husband and her kids and I was thinking, well, I don't even really even have a right to be blue because think about what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Right. But no, this isn't a competition and, and yeah. there isn't a limited amount of sadness to go around mm-hmm. or a limited amount of joy. And so whatever I am feeling is okay. Well, and I think grief is very expected right now because we're grieving for the life that we used to know. We'll never have that life again. Well, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, nine eleven. like airports never went back to how they were. There's certain things in life that changed forever because of that moment. And there are things that are going to change forever because of this moment. I mean, I think something as simple as handshaking, I don't think that's going to be the norm anymore. I just don't. I never was a big fan of it anyways, because it, it's always been the fact that your hands have so much germs on them. And then you're just passing to someone (laughs) like, hello, you have my germs. Um, I but, never thought about it. Oh, I yeah. I never thought about the germs when I was shaking somebody's hand. It didn't bother me a bit. Um, well, I mean, I wasn't like it, it be, is such a social norm and everyone does it that I, I would think about it. Not every time, but I would think about it. But I would also do it because it was like, yeah, you know, whatever. 
Um, and I'm pretty like I do think germs are good. We need germs like it helps us keep a, a good immune system. If we ha- never have germs then you know, that's not OK. Right. But this time period has really taught me that like, oh, wait, no, germs can be really bad. This one is really right. bad. And this one's really bad. I've never like really cleaned my phone and like been concerned, overly mm-hmm. concerned about that <laughs> um, because it's like, Same. you know, it is what it is. But. Uh, a couple years ago, there was this product called uh, Phone Soap on Shark Tank. And I remember, and it's basically this like machine that like sanitizes your phone. And I remember seeing it and thinking, wow, those are for people that are like really overly concerned. And <laughs> I recently went to their website to see if they s- had the product and it's completely sold out because everyone oh, wow. wants it. And they even yeah. have this, they have this new product called Home Soap where you can put larger items into it, like a remote mm-hmm. or an iPad or a tablet. And I was like, it, and I did the research and it, it, legit works it kills the germs they they don't have the data on whether it kills the coronavirus because they don't have coronavirus to test you know Mm. um but they but based on what they've researched um it should kill it just like everything else um but does it work with light or something yeah something with light i Mm. it's on their website but um I, so I talked to my mom about it. She's like, yeah, let's get the home soap and you have to pre-order it. Like they don't come out till like June or something. But so mm. after I talked to her, I went back to order it and it was completely sold out. I was like, wow, what? So I ordered just the one for the phone. Um, and that will be here in June as well. But I was like, now I'm that person that's like, okay, well, you know, I might want to do it because I don't like cleaning my phone with alcohol because it leaves like a little weirdness on the screen that I have to like get off and so um right. i was like i if i'm gonna you know i prefer to do it with the light so you don't have to do anything and it just you have that kind of peace of mind so i pre-ordered it and no one else go to the website so they're not sold out like i'm not advertising it <laughs> at all <laughs> i just realized that i'm like saying well, you got your order in <laughs> i have my order never mind you can order it yeah if it's not sold out it probably is i haven't checked it crazy and yeah. i i also never really thought about my phone in fact something that i actually put out on twitter pretty early on was you guys, I've never sanitized my phone. I've never thought about it. Mm. How do I do this? Because I was afraid that if I use like a bleach or an alcohol mm-hmm. wipe on the screen that I would damage it. But then I went and looked and I have an iPhone and Apple said that it's okay to do that. Well, so. I will tell you, I used to work for Apple uh, for five yeah. years and they would clean the screens of the, the phones on the floor and all the devices. They'd clean them with like alcohol pads like every night. I never really thought too much about it. I always was kind of annoyed because it would leave a little bit of weirdness on the screen that you kind of have to like yeah, buff off. Like a residue. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to describe it, but yeah. And um, um, but then I have a friend that still works for Apple and I was asking him and he said, yeah, Apple's never endorsed cleaning personal devices, but they are now. I think it's yeah. a 70% alcohol solution that they recommend. And there's been people that have done like YouTube videos about it, doing it like multiple times and it hasn't damaged the, the screen or anything. So yeah. Apple's yeah. So like, far my screen has been okay. I mean, I've been doing it and yeah, I have been too. Been fine. Yeah. But I have a phone soap coming. Oh, and also phone soap is, yeah, I should clarify. It's not soap. <laughs> It's right. light. It's light. <laughs> it's a light. Yeah. It's a, it's a device. Because yeah. like, yeah, I asked my friend that works for Apple about, I was like, have you heard of phone soap? He's like, I wouldn't use that. And I was like, why? <laughs> and I sent him a link. He's like, oh. You do not get your phone wet. Yeah. He's like, don't wash it. Don't wash it. I was like, no, no, it's, it's light. Sorry. So back on this idea of grief, you know, there are, um, what do they say? Five or six stages of grief. Mm-hmm. And the first one is denial. Yeah. Yeah, I went through that one. And then anger. I feel like I've mm-hmm. seen that manifest in some different ways. Well, denial and anger. I'm, I feel like I'm still seeing that sometimes in the news. Mm-hmm. And bargaining. 
Mm. Like, um, well, if I, if I stay home enough, then da, 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 you know, but, yeah. but I could still go out with my friends or I could still meet a friend for coffee or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the last two are depression and acceptance. Mm. So I think that that might be applicable here. I think that, yeah. that we might see our, we might experience ourselves and see the people that we care about going through those phases. And I like for my mom, um, Hey mom, Hey, if you're listening. So she's, she just had her 78th birthday and she lives alone. Mm. And I worry about her getting depressed, Yeah, you know, not being able to have any human contact that yeah. that kind of isolation is not okay. Now I'm talking to her on the phone, you know, her, my, my, my siblings are talking to her on the phone. Like she has lots of friends that are talking to her on the phone and, um, so she's not completely isolated, isolated. It's not like she's in prison and, you know, in solitary confinement or something, but just the incredible change to her day-to-day life and incredible reduction in human contact. I do worry about that for her and how the depression ultimately could, you know, negatively impact her. So yeah, I mean, think about, Oh yeah. You know, like we talked about it's, this could go on for a long time. It's like for weeks and weeks. And so I have this feeling like, like I've been holding my breath, just waiting yeah. to get through this. And now I have to, now I'm realizing I have to just breathe because mm-hmm. I, I don't know when this is going to end. Didn't you say that you, yeah, yeah. you, you heard somebody say yeah. they were holding their breath? I was walking with my neighbor that has the Greyhound. So we were walking our dogs and this father and son were walking past us. And right before they passed us and we were like enough apart, like there were, it was like a double sidewalk. And so as they were passing us, right before they passed us, I heard the dad say, hold your breath to a son. Mm. And because they weren't wearing masks, we weren't wearing masks either because, you know, we we're outdoors and we were far enough apart from them. But that's kind of what this virus has done, though, is because it's it's airborne. And so he right. was doing his best to help protect his son by like having them not breathe our airspace. But it was the strangest thing to think, wow, what this is doing to to us when we see a stranger like hold your breath like don't get in that stranger's airway because we don't know like we don't know and I don't know it like I don't really even know what it it just made me feel weird like and I didn't wasn't even like offended like I think there's in the past it would been like why are you offended kind of thing but in this day and age I'm like it's not a I don't find it offensive it's just they're concerned oh also it was not a commentary on you at all no yeah exactly yeah Yeah. it was just where we are also the other day I um I walked down my house with Mac and I was about to go walk her, but she kind of, sometimes she just stands there cause she's a greyhound and she does what she wants. <laughs> and so she just stood there and I saw these three ladies that were walking and it took me a second. I like looked at them because one was on one side of the street, one was on the other. And then one was behind them, like six feet behind them. And I like looked at them and I, pro- I must've looked at them funny. I looked at them and I, in my head, I thought, wow, they're doing a good job social distancing. Um, but then they were also kind of like, exercising like arms up kind of like really exercising which is awesome but then Mm -hmm. one of the ladies called me she said she's she said something like um like hey we're just exercising don't make fun something like that like it totally threw me off and I was like oh no I was just admiring your social distancing and then she kind of was like oh okay (laughs) I think she thought I was judging them for like the way they looked when they're exercising (laughs) which not at all I was like completely admiring them and I was like Good job on social distancing. Like, that's amazing. When you have to look at a group to wonder if they're together, that's social distancing right there. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. I was right. like, that's I was right. like, are they together? Or because at first I was like, oh, that's a lot of people outside. Like, I need to stay away. But then I was like, wait, are they together? Oh, they are. That's awesome. 
So I applauded them. I said, good job, ladies. They must have been feeling a little bit self-conscious I, about it. I you think know, that, to even have noticed that you were looking. I know. I think the one lady was like, I think the one lady was like, we're going to social distance, and we're gonna, but we're going to exercise. And if anyone says anything, I will defend us. And so I think she's the one that kind of piped up. She was like ready for the first person to like look at them weird. And I was like, yeah. I am admiring you guys. Not at all. Like, good. Get out there. Definitely exercise. Stand apart. Like, yeah. So I was, um, I applaud Applauding that. you, not judging you. Yeah. I applaud. And also now last week we talked about mask because that wasn't a order yet. Right. And now it's a recommendation. Right. Or a to, recommendation. Yeah. To wear mask. And my mom has actually made a couple masks for us to wear. Um, and they're, she's made a couple prototypes and they, they're all, all better than the last. They're very good mask. The whole idea of a mask is when I'm wearing a mask, I'm wearing it to protect you. And when you wear a mask, you're wearing it to protect me because what they're saying in the, the verbiage hasn't changed. There are over 30% of people that are asymptomatic that could have the virus that don't show any signs. And so they're going to the grocery stores because they, they don't know that they're sick so if right. I have the virus and I wear the mask, I'm protecting you from getting the virus from me. And s- same thing, if if you have the virus and you're wearing a mask, you're protecting me. And so, you know, when I see people in a mask, I don't, I like at, at first before I kind of understood that, I was a little taken aback when I saw people in masks because I was like, this is making it too real. This is scary. But now I realize it's almost a sign of like care when someone's wearing a mask. It's like they're trying to protect me. And I want to do the same for them, even though I don't know that that's widely completely seen that way. But that's what it means when someone's wearing a mask, whether they know that that's the reason they're wearing it or not. That's the true reason is we're protecting each other. So I think if anything, it's a sign of caring for our our fellow, you know, humans. Yeah, I had to make that same shift in my own mind, because in, in the past, if I would see somebody wearing a mask, I would think, oh, they must really be sick. Yeah. Mm hmm. And now I know, oh, no, they're they're not wearing a mask necessarily because they're afraid I'm going to get them sick. It's that they don't want to get me sick. That's really kind and generous. And, and they so don't I'm, know if they're sick. Yeah, yeah. If well, they're and, potentially and sick. Exactly. Like right now, I feel great. I feel, mm-hmm. I, if, if I were to have it, I would definitely be completely asymptomatic. Yeah. Um, so I can... If I have to cough for some reason, I cough into my elbow. I mm-hmm. wash my hands all the time. I'm still sanitizing surfaces. Like I'm, I'm doing everything I can to not get it. And in that way, also, that's an act of love for self and mm-hmm. neighbor. And then I'm not much of a sewer, but we, my daughter does have a sewing machine. So I started last night trying to kind of practice with it and mm-hmm. see if maybe I can make a mask because I would like to wear one if the next time I have to go to the grocery store, yeah. you know, just, just for that reason so mm-hmm. that so that I am a person who is taking as much care as I can. Exactly. Thank you for joining us again this week. Uh, Last week we mentioned uh, just some fun things we were watching. And I do want to let you know, I am finished with Gilmore Girls. Um, So (laughs) I am looking, actively looking for something happy to watch that I can um, enjoy. I also watched the Gilmore Girls Year in the Life, which is like the, the newest of the Gilmore Girls franchise. And I said, I think I said it in a past episode that it's not good. I have to say, watching it during a pandemic, I have different (laughs) eyes. I thought it was pretty good. I am shocked to say, and my friend Emily, who was on the podcast, she will be shocked because we watched it together originally and she was, and I was like hating on it so much, but (laughs) I watched it again during the pandemic and it's delightful. 
there's no um, having to shelter a place in it. There's no, um, we might all die from a virus. So it was delightful. <laughs> Just got to say. Are you watching anything, Beth, that's delightful? Well, the ending of the year in a life still stinks. I, you, you know what? That was the thing that killed me the most was the ending, which I'm going to say yeah. the last four words, mom, yeah, I'm pregnant. Those are the last right. four words. And if Not you good. are any fan of Gilmore Girls, you know how important those have been since the very beginning is the creator always knew those last four words. But I got to say, now that I rewatched it, it's not so bad. It's not that bad. And I'm excited mm. if they make some more because this might be the time for everyone to rewatch that series. And I think you'll have different eyes. I'm just saying. Yeah. Ending maybe I, maybe, I will, maybe. Yeah. Give it a chance. I really didn't like the ending. I didn't either. But um, it's not so bad now. Another thing that I have not watched yet, but that I think I will get to is that um, there used to be a show called Scrubs. Oh, Did yeah. you ever watch that? No, but I so, know. Okay. So the two main characters from that have been like rewatching it and then talking about it. Oh. And they put that out. I think it's on YouTube. So that, nice. that would be fun because I thought that was a really funny show. But the thing that I am watching is the third season of Ozark. Oh, my name is watching Ozark. <laughs> If you're looking you for something about it. Um, fun or light or happy, this is not the show for uh, you. Yeah, this is- <laughs> right? That's what I keep hearing. <laughs> but um, but the, it's a very intense show. And so I'm totally bought into the story. Mm. And I'm like, you know, totally worried about this family. And, and now they're, they're caught up in this Mexican drug cartel war <sighs> between two different drug lords. And even though they live in, you know, the Ozarks. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm binge watching. We're halfway through it. So we have four. There's eight episodes. We've watched four. It's like number two or three on Netflix of like the top. It's shit. number two. Yeah. Behind Tiger King. I know. Yeah. Which allegedly there's going to be another episode of Tiger King. Oh, but it's gosh. according to Jeff Lowe, who's a huge liar. So oh, who knows? Well, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't even get me started on that. Anyways, <laughs> I did want to say you mentioned the scrub thing. Um, there's a podcast that I listen to that's a super fun podcast. It's been out for a while, but it's called Office Ladies. And it's um, two of the ladies from the show The Office. They rewatch oh, right. rewatch each episode of The Office and they talk about it. And it's super fun. I've been wa- listening to it since it came out. And um, I highly recommend it. I actually just listened to one this morning before we started our podcast. And it was about the... Um, <laughs> No, Dwight's speech is the one they just um, they just talked about. So I recommend that one. It's fun. It's light. And it's not um, about the pandemic. So I'm totally right. Right. <laughs> cool with it. So it's a good distraction, which exactly. is really what what TV should be. Right. At the end of each episode, we like to end with questions for reflection. These are questions based on today's episode, and Beth will leave a little pause between each for you to pause the podcast and answer for yourself, or you can download a PDF on our website. Number one, are you okay? Be honest. Number two, when this started, did you think you would be especially productive? Has that changed? Number three, Have you caught yourself trying to discount or dismiss your feelings? Number four, does it help to hear more about the growing list of COVID-19 symptoms or does that make you more anxious? Number five, do you feel like you've been holding your breath? It is okay to exhale. This has been the Discovering Our Scars podcast. Thank you for joining us.